You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 41. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's cracking like in podcast world? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 41. Corintia Uno. Crack a lock. Ah. Crack pack a lacking, baby. Um, today we are going to be talking about making a difference in life. And what a difference it makes. Let's what? make a difference. Let's make a difference on trying to pick this topic. That was making a daggone difference. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about that story, Matt. Well, as usual, um, I asked for input to get help on this topic. Uh, John said, I believe in the text thread, that he would pick the topic in four days past. And did we have a topic, Greg? We had options. We had options. And John, how did you come up with this potential topic? Well, whenever you text me, it was like, okay, what's the deal? Give me the, give me the line. Uh, we were driving around in Lake Charles, in uh, Lafayette. We were going to um andrew's football game last night and I looked out the window and on the billboard it said make a difference there you go <laughs> i mean so creative so and this is I coming just responded and said let's talk about making a difference you know for our loyal listeners this is coming from the guy who just complains and begs about not getting an outline two or three days in advance he finally had five days to come up with one and well last night at the witching hour came up with a topic and not much of an outline for us Zero. <laughs> well to be fair to myself it isn't in my job description Whose job description is it? It's a hot dogs for sure. <laughs> Craig, do you think it is? Hot dog does usually provide us an outline um, of <laughs> options. Craig, where are you at? But, uh, <laughs> but we'll give Ooh. you some slack because you did have a long road trip today and yeah. a long. You were being you're being a doc, uh, attorney and everything. So yeah, man, you got a lot on the plate lately. But you know what? I will bear this cross. Just add it on. That's why I'm always here for John, Craig. I'm having to pick it up for you today too. It looks like, <laughs> and that is more than fine. And before we get crack a lack in here into the would you rather it's my turn this week i think we need to give a little special out to john craig oh for his 43rd birthday 43rd happy birthday <laughs> brother john it's, it's, it's 43 yeah, 40, he keeps two. saying 42 it's but 42 42 41 42 is it really 42 42 yes okay well there you go <laughs> Yes, it's 42. I know it is. It. That is awesome. So I want to say 43. See, I'm just going to keep saying to make it. make me work and come up with a topic on my birthday. Oh, man. It was his birthday, too. I think it's kind of foreshadowing for your year ahead. I was trying to get it to be like, maybe John's going to pitch in on this year. But nope. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Another year unlikely. wiser. Maybe That's so. Unlikely. That's awesome. <laughs> Happy birthday, buddy. What y'all do for the birthday? Thank you. Um, like I said, we went to Lafayette. Um for Andrew's uh, football game, so we ended up stopping going to dinner in Lafayette. The wife and the two baby boys, Andrew was uh, with his team, so we had a good time doing that. Just a quick in and out, went 
went with all of the seasoned citizens at five o'clock. So, but it was good. We had a good time. Hey, that early bird special. Nothing wrong with that, bro. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. We ran into some people from Lake Charles who had evacuated over there. We used to live on uh, my wife's street, so it was a small world. We got to bump into some people we knew. Yeah, Craig, I was talking to John this morning on the way to Lafayette for the, for the deposition, and, man, he sounded like he had been out partying last night. I asked him, man, you had a late night, and turns out he was at the early bird special, man. Hey. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It still was kind of a late night. We had to come back after the game. Then we got to pick up Andrew once he gets back to town, and then the kids have been attacking us at night. So Blaming others, typical. We'll be getting it all over the place. Oh, man, <laughs> late night. All right, guys, look, let's delve on into the old would you rather here. And it was my turn, and I wasn't super prepared today, but I thought about this driving back. So I like to listen to music on the road sometimes. I like to sing along, um, you know, especially to my Usher and Mike Posner happenings out there, you know. <laughs> That's super pliabilities no one knows about. And... Came up a with few this. people know about a it. A few, I'm yeah, that's wrong. And a few of us know that he knows every word to those songs and can recite them. Yeah, dude, it's pretty dope. Especially get the hat backwards, man. It's fly. Oh, like a G six, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, came up with. I wondered if I was like stuck on a trip. Would I rather listen to my playlist, which only has like 70, 80 songs on it? So this would be different for a lot of people. But man, those seventy or eighty, I do know, just down pat. Be stuck with that playlist the whole time, or no playlist and just the random radio XM something like that like one channel you get your playlist or you get one channel you know it could be country station the rock station the rap station whatever you're stuck so if you go the radio XM route you got one channel you get to pick from you're stuck with the whole time you go your what playlist. is the extent of this uh, travel trip well let's just put it at let's put it at six hours Six hours. Okay. So you're forced to at least probably go through the playlist. I'm sure some people got thousands of songs. But I have to say, how many songs on this playlist? I don't know. I think we should limit that, actually, <laughs> now that we're at this, because the radio station after a few hours is most likely going to replay a song or two that's out there. So let's limit that to 100 songs. That's three minutes a song. I think that's fair. 100 songs or you got the radio station. Any more ground rules here? Just one station? Yeah, just one First station. off, I don't know if, if you noticed it, but he changed it to would I rather rather than would you rather. So apparently he's the only one answering today. That's so go it. ahead and you're, give us the answer, my dog. What would you rather? You're trying, to, you're, you're trying to guess what I would want, apparently, in that scenario. It's not what, so I think you got that backwards, bro. Would you rather? That whole conundrum we just explained. <laughs> Counselor, can you repeat the question? Okay. Would you rather listen to, on a trip of six hours, your playlist of 100 songs or a random radio station slash XM station, but you only get the one station? Okay. Well, I don't have 100 songs. I think I only have maybe 10 or 12 songs, and they're all free songs that are downloaded. 12? Yeah, on my phone. I only have like Cool. I get made 10, fun of only having 60 or 70. Yeah, I don't whatever. have any. I don't have any. Um so I don't even have that many on my list. So, But they're all, the only ones that I have are the free ones that uh, my brother, Father Michael, sent me whenever they do the free giveaways for Air One or whatever it was. He'd be like, hey, there's a free download. So those are my 12 songs. They're all <laughs> great. So I wouldn't mind listening to those uh, to the full extent. Um, I guess I'd have to repeat them, but those wouldn't be too bad. But uh, other than that, 
don't know. I would probably just go with the one radio station. I enjoy that. So there is a lot of repeat on that. And um, anyway, I wish it, our listeners could see what's going on here. <laughs> Hot Dog is having a, a fight with his ink pen. And Wait, he's got, time out, time he's out. Got no, 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 no. Steve, 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 one second, one second. Let me get a, let me get a, yeah, get I don't a, know what that is. Definitely <laughs> get a, Matt, he's got blue us. ink, blue look ink out. on his hands, blue Wait, ink Matt, on his Matt, face. Hold on, hold on. It's, no, quit rubbing your face. Matt, Matt, no, look at me. <laughs> All right, let's look at your hands. All right, guys, so Matt has a pen that exploded. Apparently, I can't find out where it exploded, but I keep looking at my hand, and my God, we'll save my that, face. dude. That's happened to somebody one time. I've that's seen. That's gonna it. be nice, huh? Well, there's that, Craig. What would you pick? Okay. So, <laughs> I, at first, I was thinking about doing the radio because I don't actually have a playlist per se. I've got a lot of songs stored, but I don't know if they're just a variety of songs. Um, but since Matt added some caveats and some details to this thing i figured okay 100 songs three minutes each it's about you know 300 minutes about five hours worth it's a six-hour trip Dang you man, know I said 50. and then i get a nice you know i know if i pick the songs i know they all provoke some sort of uh, emotional response in me and so i would go with a 100 list 100 song custom list that i get to put together you're doing the custom list which i guess is fair you gave me that option yeah i feel like it was on the table yeah, should have not had that option on the table. <laughs> that is fair because honestly, in my own personal playlist, I was more saying whatever's on the playlist. So sometimes when I'm listening to my playlist. There's some of the stuff I don't want to listen to, <laughs> and <laughs> my hands are a mess right now. But I don't want to listen to some of those songs at that particular time on the playlist. So I kind of start mm. toggling my way through. Oh yeah, only a certain Skipping. spot of them, right? But then if I'm on the radio, sometimes I really like the radio because. My little cheat around it is when I'm listening on the radio, I can hit the replay button, you know, on my truck, and I can just start going backwards. So if there was a song I like, I just go backwards. What and then I would back just go replay? forward. FM station? Well, I, I said it could be the radio okay, right. or the XM. So I'm on the XM, you hit replay. You only get an hour worth of that, but you just toggle. So if there's something not so good you don't like, let's go backwards. But there's not, and it's just complete random. You know what? You don't know what's going on. So, I think I'd probably roll the dice that every hour at least a couple songs come on that I really like, and I get the randomness because I don't know what they're going to be. Interesting. Wow, I thought he'd go for the list. Yeah. Unassuming, bro. <laughs> nice, nice. Have either of you, this gives me the perfect opportunity to bring up another movie? Have either of you seen? I think it's Liar Liar with Jim Carrey. Hmm. I've heard of it, dude. Yeah, I've heard of it. Well, in the movie... over oh, 15, great. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not doing too good, Matt. Well, in the movie, Jim Carrey is not allowed to tell a lie. So he tries to test it, and he tries to write down a lie with a blue pen. He's like, this pen is... And he can't do it. He's trying to write down the untruth, and the pen ends up turns <laughs> turning on him, and he comes in, and he's got blue ink all over him. Seeing Hot Dog like this kind of reminds me of that movie. Yeah, I'm just going to have to watch that clip whenever this is over. Man, don't I really don't understand <laughs> what happened to this pen. But I'm glad it's getting some pub today. Shout out to Pilot Pins. <laughs> okay, let's, uh, let's hop on into this topic, and I think a good place to start He's sewing it over to Craig. John did come up with this topic, but of course did nothing to really help us get the topic down the road. But Craig, on the <laughs> other hand, is coming out like gangbusters over there. Craig, what what making a difference, man? What you got with that? Well, I saw the text make a difference. These guys are working, doing their 
jobs and I'm playing. So I, had, I got a chance to. Craig, you know, John was probably playing, dude. But um, That's so part of his job, I guess. Make a difference. I looked it up and just to kind of see what some people's thoughts were. And they, uh, one of the definitions they had or for that statement was um, to cause change or to be important in some way. Um, or to do something that is important, or to do something that helps people or makes the world a better place. So making a difference means you're, you're changing something, uh, you're doing something important, um, maybe making the world a better place or changing someone's life. And it's uh, just kind of reflecting on it, and we can get into some details. I can think of maybe situations where people have made a difference in my life, and maybe I've hopefully made a difference in others' lives. Does any of that those statements resonate with you guys? or? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Hot Dog and I, in the last few months, have started doing the Miracle Morning. So that's something that, uh, after reading the book and looking at it, uh, decided to make a difference for myself. So basically what you do is you get up a little bit earlier than you normally would, and you go through a little routine, do a little reflection, uh, usually some exercise, a little reading, visualization uh, exercises, uh, things like that that are designed to help calm you down plan your future and put yourself in uh, a more positive mindset and achieve what you may be trying to do that day that week or overall in life uh, so that was one of the first things uh, whenever you started talking about that I was like oh that's kind of exactly what I've been doing in my own life with the the miracle morning routine so that's awesome uh, when I looked at this it kind of came to me what does it mean to be important and what does it mean to change something that's the first when i was just listening to that i'm like okay uh, to make a difference to be important to someone or something i guess or that to be to you or what does it mean to really change something and i think that definition it kind of swings back to my thoughts on treating people like we want to be treated it's kind of one of my new things that doesn't mean that we see treating someone like we want to be treated the same you know and i think to be important that could be like, man, I don't know. The dog makes a difference in my life. She comes to the door or something when I'm home, and I'm, like, pretty stoked about that. But then someone else could see the dog, like Green Paul yesterday, and be like, the dog's there, you know? So the dog is making a difference in my life. But not, like, it's just the interpretation. So I think the, when it comes to making a difference, I think you got to look at one's interpretation of what that would mean. And I think you can make a difference in other people's lives and then people can make a difference in your life so I, that's the main things that come to my head just right off the top it's interesting you said um to be important to someone or something when you say that something that came to my mind was just being present like to be important to someone sometimes you just have to show up mm -hmm. and what you do for them in that moment you may not know maybe it's just your presence but maybe it's something you're going to say or do or say it's a, it's a something like a, a worthy cause you got to show up to even have a chance to participate in whatever that calls is. So being, being open to the idea of just being available. Yeah. And man, um, had some happenings going on in the, the legal world for myself, some changes coming about, which we'll probably get into in the next couple of weeks. And I will say both of y'all actually made a difference for me in that I wanted y'all's opinions and some of the things that have been occurring the last couple of weeks. So I called both of y'all and just was like rattling all stuff. And y'all both listened and then gave me advice. So just being there for me to, you know, pick up the phone and chat meant a lot to me. It made a difference. How did you say that? That kind of came to my mind, being present. That's awesome. Yeah, and I think there's opportunities for that uh, in everyday life. I think a lot of people have difficulty seeing their own value. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. So whenever you do take the time to to genuinely listen to people, uh, respond uh, with earnest, um, genuine responses on, you know, what may, may be a better direction for them. I think it's it's something that can go a, a much longer way for that person than, than you will even know. I think also mm-hmm. with the current hurricane happenings, you're seeing that a lot around here, people making a difference. It could be small things like, John, you had mentioned, I think, a couple of weeks ago about the the buddy from Freshco who offered y'all food, like something really small like that, or make a difference in the sense of someone come help tarp your roof or, you know, move stuff out of your yard or move help me move my house. One of the people here, one, yeah, kind of showed up. Um, you know, there's it could be something really small to really big in these things, and then you have people from um, all over the country that have come in and made great differences just giving of their time, too. And you mentioned, you know, being present for a friend, and I can relate to times y'all have been there for me, and it's interesting. It's like, you know, thinking of the times someone's been there for you, but also thinking about the most minuscule thing that might have impacted your life. Like, I've had situations in my life where I can think of these interactions, conversations, where it literally changed the direction of my life. I mean, talking 180, to that person, it was probably a five minute conversation Mm -hmm. but it legitimately had an impact so even if you don't think that or you think you have to be a certain someone have a certain something to have an impact golly it could just be that one moment in their life that you gave them some positive reinforcement or a different idea or thought that changes everything so it doesn't have to be massive it could be small to do a big a big difference yeah i think those opportunities are available uh, a lot more often than there than we know um so it's always great to be mindful um to listen to what people are saying um and be able to respond and give them an encouraging word that kind of thing i think it goes a tremendous a tremendous difference in people's lives yeah you know um Swing back to this deposition I was in today, and because of client confidentiality, can't name the names of my clients, but a sweet, sweet uh, girl, uh, one of my clients, and we were over there and got there an hour early. Um, good old favorite Courtney accidentally got her schedule messed up, but a shout out to my right hand, Ryder Die Courtney, um, my paralegal who helps me out with everything in life. And she, uh, I was at first like, dang it, I'm here an hour early. Man, I have to kill a whole nother hour. And I wound up getting to spend, seeing the good of it, a whole extra hour just hanging out with my client. And she, we were just talking, visiting. I had no idea. She's got a little podcast going out there. And she's trying to write a book. And she's like five chapters in this book. And I think I've mentioned we should write a book or I'm going to write a book if we're not going to just get <laughs> off our butts and write this book. Uh, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, she had no idea. She's just telling me about it. And I'm like, man, if she's doing this book. i got to get going. Like, it made a difference for me just listening to her where she's at. And she has no idea. You know, she's just talking to me sharing some of the stuff she's got going on in her life and so yeah craig when you're saying that you don't sometimes know you're making a difference in someone's life just like her and she clearly made has made an impact on motivating me which is great that's awesome and especially like a lot of the patients me and steve see guy you hear so many stories so many walks of life so many um trials and tribulations and i can't tell you how many times their stories and their life uh, have impacted me you know you're looking mm-hmm. at where they've come from and you put yourself in their shoes to empathize with them and try to to, to understand their pain and it's uh it definitely touches you yeah you know we have opportunities to do that on a daily basis with the line of work that we're in a lot of people come in you know and they're in severe pain they can't see past the immediate of today i'm you know they think they're dying 
in reality, uh, you know, a lot of these people are going to recover nicely, but they need to just sit back and be patient. They need to be encouraged uh, from their providers, the professionals who are taking care of them to say, look, this is this is what's going on. This is how we're going to address these concerns and this is how we're going to get you better. So just, you know, refocusing them on saying, okay, we're, I'm in a bad situation. This stinks right now, but these are the things that we're going to do in order to get me back to feeling how I want to in the future. That's awesome. And Steve, I guess you could relate to this as well. You know, we always, we have our, our trade and the, and the, the treatments we can provide and things we can do, but I think it's the communication and the affirmation and the, the, re- the encouragement that I think is probably more healing in a lot of times than what we can do with an injection or an adjustment or a treatment or a medication. You know, I think a lot of times just those words are huge. Yeah, absolutely. I think they are. And, uh, you know, right out the gate, I think most people are just so lost in, in the pain that they're just, or focusing and, um, you know, stuck on this hurts, this hurts, this hurts till you can redirect them into, you know, what you're going to do and, you know, there should be a good outcome for this. So yeah. that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Giving a sense of hope in those situations that it can get better. Some optimism, half a glass full for the people I think is, uh, is really cool what y'all do. And it, this, this topic makes me think of the song. I don't know, but it's like, go and make a difference. You can make a difference in there. A song like that. It's time to make a change. I don't know. <laughs> I think I've heard a song like it's that like, at church, believe it or not. Yeah, is it a church song? Yeah. I've heard this song somewhere. Come on, John. No. I, I, I think you just made it up. <laughs> no, I did not. I'd no, be willing to hear. bet. 500 bucks. Go make a difference. You can, you can make, make a, a difference. difference. Two claps. Go yeah. make a difference in the world. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's exactly what I'm looking <laughs> right. for. I, look, you what? owe me $500. Wait, what? Say that again, bro. You no, owe me not that. Right before that, there was one word. Started with an R. Great cream nailed it. What the? <laughs> <laughs> no, Matt, but you brought you had it in your head. I get it. Yeah. Thank you, Craig. As usual, finally swinging back to having my back. I think we were like over the last two there. Uh, typical John will give credit where it's due, but it made me think of that song, and then that toggled me over to, you know, wave at somebody you don't know if you're passing them in the street or next to you in the car. Sometimes it's good to smile. Just ask someone how their day is going. Somebody you work with or. Um, shoot people like John who need to pick me up every now and again a text. Hey buddy, how you doing? It's good to it's good to do that. Those simple things in life, um, especially the people we don't know, because we are all are children of God, I think is a is a pretty cool thing that you we have the power to do that right within our own hands, free will. And I think it's um just being aware, like just having this conversation today, you know, there's times in where I'll get so self centered on my day to day trials and tribulations and you almost the times I catch myself and I'm conscious of, wow, I should send a text, like you said, or, or call someone. I mean, that really, that's huge for somebody. It's huge for me too. I mean, I need to get those calls and texts and maybe just making an exercise to be aware. And Matt, you've always been so good at this um, and your daily reflections on people's lives, putting you, yourself in their shoes. And then oh yeah, take three. more than, I can't count how many times, you know, just sending a text you know, hey man, praying for you, brother. And it mm-hmm. always comes at the right time, you know, maybe whenever you need that prayer. And so it's in motivated me to try to do similar things, you know, more than I probably was or should have done. Yeah, I, I really like the exercise. Um, my little take three thing, I don't know how it came above me, but I do think exactly what you said, Craig. We get caught up in our own lives and whatever the heck's going on in them is more important or more paramount than anything in anyone else's life. A lot of times it's human nature, the flesh side of us. And I personally thought it would be a good idea to really try to sit there 
A, to pray for someone, but B, to try to put myself in their shoes because a lot of times I do catch the flack from people. Oh, Matt doesn't have kids. Just wait till he has kids. And I don't. And I can't appreciate that. <laughs> and I can't. Uh, oh, uh, the sleepless nights. <laughs> and you see, and that's why I don't really throw a whole lot of shade. Minus said John for not traveling. Um, I really kind of leave it alone because I don't know what that's like. But I do try to put myself in that person's shoes when I do get frustrated about John, who now we're like, I don't know, five years in and still won't go on a trip unless it's work related to not get frustrated because I'm not there and in those shoes. But on a real serious, I do think of that, but on a serious note, it, it does good to try to try to do that. And then it makes me feel good. Like, again, one of my good friends in California, Robbie, um, was my roommate in college. I don't think sometimes I'm, I need, it's good to text out, hey buddy, how you doing? How you been? Praying for you, thinking about you. And that cognizantly, cognitively puts me in that place to do that. No, I think it's a good exercise. And certainly um, I think it is great to hear from people that you haven't, maybe had contact with um in you know a long time or short time you know within the last couple of weeks uh i got a call from hot dog here i'm gonna give them all the credit oh god somebody glad this is recorded i think down where, <laughs> you know hot dog called just check see what was going on and you know it was during the covid stressful time all this going on and it was just nice to nice to have a few minutes to chit chat and tell him what's going on run it by him and and uh, get his opinion on a few things, and it was just, you know, just what I needed at that particular time. Wow, I know that is something. I will say, I, <laughs> I utilize these two probably more than I. I'm glad it's realized that I can help out sometimes. But I do think it's good to, to have people in your life to do that. It makes a big difference. Just human interaction, the human spirit. Um, I do think, like I said, a lot of times we get caught up in our own head, or our own world, or even our own lives. Um, with the people who are right in there. And it's kind of like, I was talking to someone the other day who's working in Lake Charles, but his wife and kids are over in Baton Rouge. Craig might be able to infer who I'm talking about. And he was telling me, he's like, man, um, we were, one of the blessings that's come out of this, we were like kind of caught up in the day-to-day life, just the grind over and over again, and you kind of don't realize. And then boom, when I go over there, I think he said, goes over on like Thursday or Fridays, comes back Monday. So he's a couple days over here. He's like, man, it's, it's such a big difference. It's opened my eyes to like things. And I think that's pretty neat that sometimes it's not only people, but it can be time and circumstances that can make a difference in our lives. What do y'all think about that? Stumped, huh? <laughs> that good that y'all are stumped. I really do. I think that you don't think that time yeah. or events can make a difference in our lives. For sure. Especially, like you said, it just takes you out of your pattern of selfishness or just monotony or taking things for granted mm-hmm. and 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 then all of a sudden boom life changes and in this case you know your family separated from me for half the week and when you see him you're like wow like i don't realize like this is what i've got you really cherish those moments with your kids and your wife and you know hopefully for them it's a chance to be a renewal of your um commitment your availability you know being there for them you know you might go a whole year and you're present, but you're not present. But you really, when you're there for those two or three days, you're all in. And right. the kids need you that time. You're white, you know, so maybe helps you redirect life and look at it differently going forward. Yeah, well said. There's a lot of examples. That could be like the storm has made a big difference in our lives. You could, just like Craig, I think, was talking about on a pod, uh, previous podcast, not being able to work for a little while and then having the difference of going to work and being around people you're making a difference on other people just again that human interaction uh 
baby John Lucia comes into the world. <laughs> John Lucia made a pretty big impact on you, didn't he, John? Oh, he is right now for sure. Exactly. So you see time, circumstances. That's what I was meaning when I did, of course, stump you. But <laughs> that, that's what I was getting at. There, I think there's a lot of those circumstances where we don't realize that we're in our day-to-day lives and then boom, like Craig said, something happens, something changes and that event makes a difference on us and or causes us to make a difference on other people. Yeah, you brought up something earlier that I think is a true point. Um, you know, we all run around and do our day-to-day stuff. We get caught up in what we're doing and what's important to us. But, you know, as you said earlier, you know, we're all children of God. So Word, uh, brother. if we would focus on just that specific thing that you said, we're all children of God. So we should be looking out for one another on a day-to-day basis, whether it be me, you, CC over here, or just somebody we encounter on the street, and not look at them as a stranger, but as a precious gift, a child of God. We're all little works of art in progress, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, you know sometimes you need a little help in, with that artwork, and uh, you know you could be that tool, that instrument, that uh, little extra color of paint that helps create that art. Yeah, one of our purposes of life, one of our meanings. And I think that's good. That's a that's something I really do try to do is sometimes, again, we're all human and we might get frustrated when John won't tell me where we're going to eat or tell me two minutes ahead of time. Um, but I do I have to look at him and say, there's God looking right back at me in some form of the way. And Hold on now. <laughs> he's in there somewhere. But no, on a serious level, I think that's a, a great point you make, John, to, to try to, you know, we all are in the image and likeness, so I think that's a, a wonderful thing. It's interesting you said that, John, and not, I'd written a few quotes down. And Get them, CC. Kind of interesting. <laughs> and this one kind of toggles with that, and I'll come back to it, but this was Socrates. We're going to old school. Oh, philosophical, baby. Philosophical. Ooh. And it was just an interesting, thought-provoking uh, Socrates uh, comment. say. Socrates say. <laughs> but it just said, the way to gain a good reputation is to endeavor to be what you desire to appear. Let's, deep, let's think about that. Do you want to explain that for us? So Kurt? the way to gain a good reputation is to endeavor to be what you desire to appear. So if you want to be perceived as generous, giving, loving, become generous, giving, and loving. So immerse yourself. You might say, well, man, I don't, you know, no one ever comes to me to make a difference in my life, and I'm just kind of stuck in this dark hole will mm-hmm. endeavor to be somebody who puts yourself out there in the community giving of yourself smiling patting on the back texting calling and it reciprocates because i think those relationships that grow you start to exude this sort of positive um you know this persona where people are you know you're putting it out there but you're going to need it too and you've let your guard down and now you've got a whole network of people that are going to give it back to you when you need it and so it just i think it's like a snowball effect i mean it's making a difference in others' lives, but I think indirectly it will come back to make a difference in your life. Man, and it's, you know. Dude, I love that. Yeah, um, that's great. Yeah, the talk when you're talking about immersing yourself in it because you don't even realize it, but those actions are making the impact on you too. They're changing your mindset, your maybe self-esteem, your energy, all those things because you, you do sometimes become what you surround yourself with. And so it can make quite a big difference. The people that you're surrounding yourself with are going to make an impact on you and indirectly cause you to make an impact on them in some way. Absolutely. Yeah, and you know, a real-life example of where that occurred is um, I spoke about it in an earlier podcast about how I went on a mission trip in Nicaragua and we were going there. I was doing medical treatment, but we were doing a bunch of different things. And we went there to go help those people in the 
really poor, underprivileged uh, country, and I don't think anyone left that country um, that wasn't touched or changed in some way. I mean, there was a, a big difference that was made in our lives. I feel like it was even more impactful for the people who went than the people we went who we were supposed to be helping. Yeah, I think that that's really cool the the act in the in that situation serving others helping others you by doing that and it reminds me somewhat on the retreat action we had on the axe retreat a lot of service going on there that act of service can make an impact on not only the person receiving the service or help but the person giving it to the humility that that comes along with that and i think the more you do it the more it's it's addictive it starts to grow you know it feels good and I think it gives Amen. you, you know what I mean? It's just a cool thing and you just feel happy and it's like, wow, I want to do more of this. Like this is what we're living for, right? People need us and they, I need people and we need each other. And so today I can give, give, give. And then the day I have a hard time giving, a lot of times somebody's there to give me what I need. And so just starting now and if it's just a smile, a hug, you know, five seconds to, to call somebody or reading your child a book, that one moment, it's just a moment, a snap of a finger like Matt says. Get him, Craig. Snap a finger to do something good and make a difference. Snap <laughs> a finger and get some major puff from CC over there. Hey, CC, hey. I want to ask you something, man. Uh-oh. When we were, we were kind of doing our quick brainstorm for this, one of my more exciting things about this topic is I saw you get excited because you got to mention your boy Tony. Oh, hey. Man. <laughs> boy Tony. He did get excited. Oh, oh man, man. I just saw them eyes light up, and I was like, oh, man, we're going to get on the ride here today. Craig, what, uh, you want to share some of those insights with the listeners that you had earlier? You know, it's interesting. So my boy Tony... <laughs> We're pretty close. Thick as thieves, baby. In my early days, me and Tony had many adventures. <laughs> but it's like, you know, I look at this, and at first I was real critical. I was like, man, these guys, you know, you got these seminars, and you're paying money. But And I looked at what the outcome of this was. Like, man, I had so much value poured on me. And when you really get to the bottom of the story, it's like people who've got everything they want, they reach a certain level of all their um, human needs are met they're really just left with growth and contribution. Like they just give back. Like you look at some of these people have made it to the top, have gotten everything they want spiritually, emotionally, financially, whatever that thing is, they, their cup overflows and they just want to give it back. And so when you really look at his story, his whole purpose was to change lives, to understand why people did what they did, talk to people and find people who need help with those things and just mirroring and saying, look, people have gone before you. They've done all these amazing things and helping you find your inner strength and, you know, take the gifts God gave you and bring them to the top and get rid of all that baggage that's held you back. And so having participated in a few of these adventures, it, you realize, wow, he has touched so many lives. And just mine, for example, I look at the direction of my life and how it changed completely after immersing myself in these conversations and this dialogue. And then what have I done because of that? And so then he's got 10,000 people in the room and he's impacting all of their lives. And I don't think it'd be hard to go online and not find just pages of testimonials and videos and examples of, of, I mean, presidents and actors and actresses and business people that he's personally coached and, and counseled. As an, it's just another individual who's just shared a gift with masses of people, and they've gone on to change the world. Now, that's a big example. I'm not going to be talking to 10,000 people, but I have a family, and, you know, my, my wife, you know, we, we were reflecting on this years ago about her career and what I was doing, and you know, she, she came to the realization that she feels like she was put on this earth to help raise these three daughters and make them the best uh, Christian girls and, and daughters they could be to show them values and show them their worth and 
at the end of the day, if only those three girls go out into the world and do some amazing things, um, then that's all, that's what her mission is. That's what she was on earth for. And that's what, you know, she could be proud of. And hopefully they go out and reciprocate that. And then, you know, always think about, you look at these large families like Steve's family. He's got a mom and dad. How many brothers and sisters do you have? There's 10. There's, there's 10 brothers and sisters, 10, 11 total. Incredible. That's incredible. And then they have families. And then their kids will have families. And you look at like two people are going to be the, you know, directly responsible for hundreds and then eventually thousands of, of people, of love and hugs and memories and, and talents and gifts and changing. And that's two people change the world. And so I don't know. I just. When I think of Tony, that's kind of what comes to mind. John, did you see that? Yeah. I mean, it was epic. Yeah. Just went, on, went on the Tony run, man. But I do have to correct him. He did speak to 10,000 people. Oh, yeah, conference. I guess I did. <laughs> <laughs> they might have been sleeping, though. Hey, hey buddy, I'm just going to tell you, talking to him overall over this time of how many months on this podcast. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> hmm. That's actually a good point. <laughs> but I do, I think it's pretty cool, the impact all these years later that old Tony brother has had on you because the excitement that comes from you whenever you're talking about Tony and the, the difference he made in his mm-hmm. life, I think is really neat. And I'm sure is, uh, is, is being shown on our listeners here too, man. Well, Pretty you know, cool. it's uh, I've always said you can't always tell yourself the things you need to hear. Like you can think it like, okay, I want to change this part of my life or be this certain way or do these things or accomplish these things. And you could think about it, but sometimes you have to just have somebody else tell you that you can do it and put the things in your head that you can't do yourself otherwise you've done it already right mm-hmm. <laughs> there's got to be some change something different and so maybe that's a challenge to me and to our listeners to maybe you're that catalyst to get into someone's life and help um, give them the feedback they need or the conversation they need to change the bad habit to change direction to make that big career move to you know you know do deal with this issue of their relationship or, or make it better. So I don't know. I, you know, I need, I, I, I need those things and hopefully I can be there for people when they need them with whatever crazy experience CC has got in life. I'm there to offer whatever I've had. CC, to- you're always here for me, bro. And I appreciate that. <laughs> hey man, just like you guys are for me and I've got resources, but you know, there's also resources online like Tony who can help, uh, maybe, just, you know, watch a YouTube video. Tell me it won't change your life just a little hey, bit. Hey, that one you sent me, man. Yeah. I don't know if I ever told you about that. That You were like, because I had the really bad internet situation. I had to wait till like the, the next day, but it was like 10 minutes of Tony from Craig. And, uh, dude, it was awesome. I'm like, that was like the first thing I'd seen. And Craig does keep telling me we can go to the conference. So that's my hope, man. Maybe we're going to get our way there. As soon as the, they drop this Corona gate, man, we're in. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Unlike the book you guys are reading. You guys are doing the Miracle Morning. Yeah, it's some similar stuff going I mean, on up hey, in there. I mean, hey, this is a guy who we reference books all the time, right? He's sitting mm-hmm. there. He's got this idea. He's having these life experiences. He could just keep them to himself, or he could say, you know, I'm going to write this book. I'm going to try to make a difference. I'm going to tell them about my life and my experience. Preach on, Craig. And look, you guys read it. How many people have read the book and probably changed Man, their life? Man, yeah. thousands. And that's exactly what happened when I was like, doggone it, we're going to start this podcast. And y'all looked at me like I was cray. Yeah. And I was like, let's go make a difference, man. And look at us now. Not too shabby. Yeah, and even <laughs> even with the Miracle Morning book, uh, he references Tony in the book. He does, uh, actually, several times, yeah. There were several other people that, you know, he didn't come up with this <clears throat> idea on his own. It was something that he gathered and collected those experiences from other people and incorporated into his own little package deal. But um, it was something where other people had touched his life, influenced him, told him the things that he needed to hear in order for him to, you know, get to where he wanted to be and have this book and uh, start changing people's lives in a, a different way. That's awesome. And it's always, 
you always think that you're not the right person to do something, but I think that we don't know what we say or do is going to, how it's going to impact somebody. So his experiences versus another person's experiences, you may need to hear it from five or six different people, but one of them will resonate with you. And then, you know, you might be the person that somebody needs to hear um, to change their life. You might be thinking, well, I'm not Tony or I'm not this guy who wrote a book. I'm just, you know, who I am. No, but you're the person that that person has always wanted and always needed. And they were just waiting for you to have the voice to say something because without you doing it, they were never going to find you because you're their person. Dude, so well said. Actually, it's weird you said that. I went and visited Father Keith last week and I'm talking to him and I'm talking about all my crazy hot dog one fly <laughs> happenings in life. And I was like, yeah, man, I really want to write a book. Guys can't get off the couch to do that with me. So I'm just going to try to do this thing on my own. So you really think it'd be cool? And then I was like, I don't really know. I'm really not qualified to write a book. <laughs> don't know what the heck I'm doing from a for sure writing standpoint or what I'd be saying. And he was literally like, well, well, I'm pretty sure if you go through the bookstore and you look around, most of those people in there were like, didn't really want to write a book. Didn't know, didn't have that belief in themselves. Didn't have that. And it was, he was basically saying a lot of those same things. Sometimes you just gotta, you're gonna most likely impact somebody, or writing the book's gonna impact yourself in some way, which I thought was pretty neat. And then I think it's one of the things I'd written down is you never know when someone's watching you mm-hmm. or listening to you. It could be y'all's kids in life. I'm sure you're making a pretty significant impact. I know at least Craig is on his <laughs> well, kids. I don't know if we're trying, bro. <laughs> and uh, I know John is. I, I know John is too, for sure, in the fun category. Um, and, <laughs> and the running free times of tiny, but. Uh, you know, I think that without even knowing it, y'all are making a positive difference in your kids' lives. I'm I'm around all of them quite a bit, and I think that that's a pretty neat thing that you you get to do as parents. Your day is coming, my brother. <laughs> your kids will see the picture of this blue lips you got one day <laughs> with the ink, and they're gonna be like, "Dad, oh my God, you I have blue looking lips." Looking at my pen, and I'm like, "How did it explode?" Before I, before I had you, I didn't know how to work these things. <laughs> You probably won't even have pens by then. Who knows? Appreciate you, brother. Self-writing. Thank you, Craig. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to write what I think. Yeah, that's right. All right, guys. It is time to roll into our favorite weekly segment of what made you Pump the gas and what made you hit the brakes? Oh, you got it. I think he almost got it right. (laughs) Little little hesitation, but hey. One second pause. Yeah. Boom. You brought it home. (laughs) That's right, baby. All right. We're going to flip it over to Johnny Boy on what made you hit the gas this week, brother. Well, you know, a couple things. Um, pump the gas. Pump the gas. Hit the brakes. I don't know. A uh, couple, couple little instances <laughs> came up. Um, you know, we haven't opened the office fully yet. Next week we're going to be opened up. So I've been running around trying to get temporary cell phones, hotspots, other things like that to get get my clinic in order and so we can start communicating and try to um, corral our patients again to get them and start um, working on them again. The other thing that happened is I was on my way home one night this week and um, driving down Michael Bakey Drive and I looked out the window and I saw Dr. Ryan Foray and Dr. Keith Lechtenberg. They were out in their, in front of their office. So I saw them using some power tools and that kind of thing. So I was like, man, I'm tired, but this looks funny. I got to go check this out. <laughs> No way you wouldn't stop for that. So, so anyway, I pulled in and chit-chatted with them for a little bit, and uh, I ended up helping them uh, hook up my Jeep, and we pulled these trees out of their their um, property so they could put in a hot pod for them to do some uh, screening for 
people who are sick that still need some treatment, but not to expose them to other people in their office. So took a little extra minute to pull over and help my buddy. Um, and it was, it was a fun time. So making some memes, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty funny. He calls it the Pope mobile. He's like, you think that Pope mobile can pull it out? (laughs) That's actually pretty good. That is awesome. Oh man. man. Well, um, CC, I'm going to flip it over to you. What made you hit the brakes this week, buddy? All right, brother. I got a little break action. So, you know, and actually this goes right back to what we were talking about earlier about making a difference and also kind of, you know, trying to break your your selfishness. You know, I was off this Wednesday. I had every hour planned, working out from here to here, dealing with insurance stuff from here to here, internet stuff from here to here. I had the, everything mapped out, and so I was like, go time. My wife had been volunteering at the church. They, a couple times a week, get huge shipments from donors of groceries and things, and basically the community can come if they need any of these gifts or these these um, products. And they, they get a box, they load it up, and they, they leave. And April's like, hey, you want to come help me? You know, it might be kind of fun. You want to come work the, the thing? And I'm like, ooh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like, this is great stuff. It wasn't like I said yes right away. I was like, tell me about that. And she kind of talked. I was like, oh, you know, well, I'm okay. And I was, you know, obviously dancing around it because I had this day planned. But I thought, man, I'm actually off. And I just, I can't not, I mean, it, it took me it took me a few minutes. But I was like, I can't not do it, right? Right. I mean, People are suffering and going through horrible things right now, and, and it's it's much bigger than just what's on CC's plate. So dropped it off, <laughs> went up there, and I'll be darned. I mean, it was awesome. The pews were filled with groceries and, I mean, tons of stuff. And people lined up outside the church. They got a big box. They all got to walk through, fill it up, and at the very end, there's pallets of water and pre-bagged groceries from Catholic Charities that they all got to have one. And, I mean, it was all women. I was the only, was, I was one of two guys there, and these like eighty year old women are carrying out back breaking boxes, and I'm thinking, holy cow! If I wouldn't have been here, I mean, it, I was able to lift the heavy stuff, sure. right? I was able to do a lot of these things, and and it was special to to just give and be there to do that and not think about me, but think about others. And man, it was pretty awesome. I actually really was pumped to be able to do it. And it, you know, did it change my day? No, I still did everything I wanted to. And I think a lot of times that we we think that we're, you know, other people have more time in the day than we do. But people who are accomplishing amazing things have no more time than we do. And I think it's just what we focus on and, and saying, yeah, it's okay to give, you know, and, and do. And, you know, we all go through our waves of when we're real open to charity and giving. But, man, when you really tunnel vision on what your day was going to be, to break that pattern um, is hard sometimes. But it's it's what needs to happen sometimes, I think. Dude, that's really neat. God working through you there, opening that door to to go serve and and make an impact and be impacted at the same time, man. Got both sides of that coin. I mean, here you are. You're seeing the people who had the worst of the worst, and you're seeing people that have a much tougher life than you do. And for them to get a bag of canned goods and a pallet of water is the biggest thing in the world. And Mm -hmm. so you take a lot for granted, and I think we all need to kind of sometimes see that side of life. And Paul's helps makes you really look, look deep. Yeah, I heard that that was going on, and I uh, heard the day before not many people showed up, but when they put out the all call that CC was coming, <laughs> oh, came in droves. Oh man, <laughs> wiped them out in ten minutes. Oh my gosh, oh, sure they, did, did. they did give away everything for what it's worth. <laughs> See, yep, exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right, guys, yeah, we appreciate everyone listening in today. I think it was a a lot of fun here. 
going to go try to get this blue ink off my face <laughs> and my hands. See if we can do that. I'm kind of thinking John might have done this to my pen. I've been really trying to figure it out the whole time. I think he did this intentionally. Um, I wish I could do that intentionally. <laughs> and happy happy birthday, brother, again. Happy Thank birthday, birthday yesterday, happy man. Birthday. We're, we're glad that God gave you another year. We're going to keep praying for you for sure. And until next time, we'll catch you all later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need, yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing with me?